Hello, all you beautiful people. This is Intentional Healing and I am Nicole Bridger. Today I want to talk to you about feeling safe. What that means to you and how do we even get there. And the impact it can have on you when you're not feeling safe for long periods of time. So before we begin, like always, taking a deep breath, and for this next little while together, just allowing yourself to be here, collecting your attention, thoughts and energy that's scattered out there in the world, and just bringing it all back into you now for this next little while. So living in Bali um, with two dogs, I have two rescue dogs that I love so much. Um, I walk them every day. And there are a lot of dogs in Bali, um, a lot of stray dogs, a lot of dogs that look stray but actually have homes, um, and then um, also also love dogs. Um, but w what I notice is, uh, let's call them street dogs, dogs that don't have homes, that are um, fending for themselves that don't know if they're gonna eat today. They are trying to find food. They are being mistreated by uh, humans being kicked or shooed away. Um, perhaps they don't look very nice either. They are struggling with health issues. Um, they are being attacked also by other dogs. Um, dogs are territorial and are not even able to sleep peacefully because they always have to be on guard. And I walk by these dogs all the time and I can see so clearly the impact that it has on them to not feel safe and especially over long periods of time, what that does to their health, their physical health, to their emotional well-being, to their um, happiness, um, and how they're constantly living in fear and that stress, what that stress does to them. And then I look at my dogs um, who are so unconditionally loved. They get so much physical affection, cuddles all day, every day. I work from home. They're, you know, not alone a lot. Um, we also have two cats and so they're all together happy. They always have companionship. Um, they have good food every day. When they are sleeping here, they are safe. They know that they are safe. Um, and what a difference that makes in their personalities. Um, they are the friendliest dogs to all other dogs and all humans, um, even to our kittens. They are so loving um, and cuddly and kind and they um, 
they share and they play, they smile. They are physically so healthy. Even um, the one with just three legs, um, he is so strong and so healthy. Um, they get so much exercise every day, a lot of play. Their coats are shiny, their skin is healthy. So why I'm kind of going at length about that is that I'm hoping that while I'm saying all of that, that you are relating in your own mind to what that looks like in a human way. Because when I'm seeing this, I'm often relating it to humanity. And what happens when a human is under stress um, and not feeling safe for, for long periods of time, uh, can be even short periods of time. Because to not feel safe really is about stress. Now there's two kinds of safe that I want to talk about for humans. One is physical safety and one is emotional safety. But the body does not interpret stress of those two realms any differently. The body responds to stress in the same way. So physical safety is one thing. Um, the human basic needs are shelter, food, food and water, um, and community, a sense of belonging. If we don't have those basic needs met, then we are in such a high state of survival, stress. How this could be related to in sort of modern thinking now um, is if your home isn't safe. So perhaps you have shelter, but it isn't safe. Um, perhaps there's um, abuse of some kind in your home and to be in the home feels um, very stressful. Perhaps your physical body is not well. You are um, experiencing some kind of disease. You are working on healing some kind of physical um, disorder or disease, um, even some kind of uh, physical trauma. Um, whether that be a broken bone or um, anything like that, where your physical body is not feeling normal, that also um, can be very stressful. And when we're under that kind of stress, it really brings us down to the basics. We're not able to handle a lot more than what's going on, what's requiring our immediate attention. Think of it like uh, if the house is on fire, you can't think about decorating it. You have to address the immediate um, 
issues or dangers um, that feel like being in survival. So if, um, if you are experiencing some kind of physical uh, unsafety, like an abusive relationship in a household, um, like health, imminent health issues, um, they are going to re require you to, um, to do something. Um, that is going to require you to take some kind of action. Um, the one thing that I do know about taking action is to always, and this is quite tricky when you're in such high stress, is to do your best to slow down enough so that you can be making decisions not from a place of, of fear, but from, from a place of trust. Um, trust that it's gonna be okay. Trust that you have the ability trust that you have the support trust that you can do whatever um you need to to get through this um and trust that the universe has your back but like i said that's a it's a it's a difficult thing when you are drowning to um to even consider your intention in that moment. Um, when you are drowning, you're just really looking for the lifeline. Um, you really feel quite desperate um, for the lifeline and you'll take whatever, whatever's within reach. So please be gentle on yourself if that's, um, if that's resonating for you right now. But more what I um, also wanna talk about today is our emotional safety, which is one that um, can be a little bit harder to see and um, a little bit easier to shift once you see it. So it might be easier to think of someone rather than yourself in this moment, um, but trust whatever comes up. You might know someone, a friend or relative who is creating a stressful situation unnecessarily, who um, because of the way that they perceive their existence, um, they are not feeling safe but because of how they are, are witnessing and seeing um, their life. So, for example, someone who has a deep-seated fear of not being lovable, not being worthy of being loved, they will be externally looking for validation um, 
show me that you love me, prove to me you love me, um, grasping on uh, like a lifeline, um, holding on too tight, fear of losing. So this is an example of when somebody is creating a feeling of unsafety and increasing the stress in their life every day because of the beliefs that are running their lives. They are afraid and therefore they are allowing those fears to drive the bus, to dictate the thoughts that they are having in each moment, how they are perceiving. When someone gives something to them, perhaps instead of saying, thank you, they say, well, I gave you more, or when will you give me again? Or um, always kind of thinking about the lack. Um, and it's never enough, it's insatiable. So now that you've sort of perhaps been able to think about somebody you know, um, and you are able to see how their own thoughts are what is creating an experience of unsafety. Can you now look inside yourself and think about areas in your life where you are with your thoughts creating an experience of stress? Because what we do is we, with our thoughts, kick ourselves into survival mode, into fight or flight. Our body responds just the same way as the house on fire. It rushes all your survival hormones and over a long period of time can have huge effects on your mental health, your emotional health, your physical health. And your thoughts, your own thoughts, not other people's thoughts, only you can shift your own thoughts and beliefs. This is not up to anybody else to prove to you that you are lovable. This is up to you. Not only to realize, but to remember to remember your true essence, to remember your divinity, that you are lovable just as you are. This takes time. You have, for probably most of your life, been in this mode of, um, of survival in your mind. And as you slowly remind yourself each day that everything is okay, you are lovable as you are, and you begin to slow down that sympathetic nervous system that kicks in that fight or flight, 
you allow yourself to become more aligned to your true self, your divine self. You slow down and begin to listen. So just like when the house is on fire, it is not the time to decorate. The journey inward is a huge privilege. Um, and one that when people are in a space of, of physical unsafety um, is often not available to them. But when you are in a mental state of unsafety, this is totally available to you. This is the perfect time to begin starting to take control over the life experience that you are having. If you are not enjoying the experience that you're having in your own mind, in your own life, you're feeling a lot of stress and unsafetiness. Starting to perceive it as something separate from yourself, your thoughts, your beliefs, and the stress that you are creating yourself as separate from everything that you feel like is happening to you. You will be able to slowly remove yourself, take a deep breath, and begin witnessing Witnessing the thoughts and beliefs that are running in your subconscious mind, that are kicking in that sympathetic survival system. So I hope this is helpful for you guys, uh, for those of you out there that are um, not feeling safe. And please know that I um, acknowledge how tricky that is, how scary it is. Go slowly, be gentle and loving to yourself and others. Have a blessed day.